I normally look over like seven or eight. So this is a couple. Of, yeah, I got my brain doesn't work well, so I got to I got to look it over many times. So yeah, so we're up to that Chavbezim at Aleph, the second line. So we said yesterday, and it, this is sort of taking us down like a weird rabbit hole. We we said yesterday that if you have a potted plant, a perforated potted plant, so the halacha was. You're allowed to write on the pottery the get and hand her the get. That's not considered cutting the get, right? You're not allowed to write the get and then have to cut it. It has to be that it could be deliverable without severing it. But if you write it on a leaf, it's a machleikas whether it's a problem. Now, what's the issue? Just hand her the whole pot. The answer is we're afraid that you might come to cut off the leaf. So this concept of a leaf that's otzutz, of a perforated plant. So for the laws of Shabbos, it's connected to the ground. For the laws of Gittin, it's not really connected to the ground because you don't have to cut it. Gittin, it's more a matter of, does it have to be severed to be delivered? So now this is going to... You're not allowed. It's exercise that the get has to be written and delivered. If you need to do something else in between, or if you do something else in between... In a potted plant. The question is, are we geyser that you might come to cut it and it'll lead you to use uh, leaves that are attached to the ground. Okay, that was Machleg Zabai Now it's going to introduce us to a side concept, which is, um, the halach is like this. When it comes to making kinyan, and when it comes to acquiring, movable objects can be acquired through the classic one, is Meshicha, right? Meshicha, Hagba, right? Meshicha, Hagba. Um, the, the real estate cannot be acquired through Meshicha. Real estate is acquired through Kesef, Shtar, or Chazaka. Chazaka means you improve the land somewhat. So that could be you thresh the land, put up a wall around the land. You have to Only do something. Time? Huh? Only one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, that's, but that's the form of a kinyan. There's no mashicha and hagba and karka. That makes sense. The kasha is, what about a potted plant that's perforated that has, that has uh, vegetables in it growing? So how are you cutting the vegetables? Is it considered movable? You just pick up the plant. Or is it considered karka? Because uh, it's growing from the ground, it's, then the only way to make a kinyan is chazaka. So the Gemara's conclusion right now, we're going to see, is that for growing plants that there's a perforation, it's considered real estate, and you can only do a kinyan with chazaka. That's or yeah, yeah, but the, but the Gemara wants to point out, it's, imagine it's chazaka as opposed to kesef because it wants to show you that it's, it's, um, it's, it's real estate as opposed to, I mean, the point is not mashicha. That's the point. So the Gemara speaks it out. Let's say the Gemara gives an extreme case just to show you the differences. You have a potted plant with a perforation. The pot belongs to me. The plants belong to you. Okay? So I own the actual pot. You own the plants. I want to sell you the pot because it's much easier for you to just own both. So you're buying the actual pot, not the plants inside, just the actual cheres. Then, kivin shemoshach kana. Cheres is for sure movable, so do mashicha. That's, that's, no, that's no problem. What about the opposite? What if I own, again, I own the actual cheres, the actual pot. He owns the plants. The first case is I'm selling him the actual pot. So if you want to acquire the actual cheres, you just mashicha. It's, it's not definitely, the, the cheres is definitely not land, that's for sure. But what about the opposite? I own the pot, you own the vegetables, but I want to sell the vegetables to me. You want to sell the vegetables to me. So I want to acquire just the vegetables, just the growing part. So meaning, in other words, is it considered movable and I could just pick up the thing and acquire it? Or is it considered real estate and I'd have to do a maisa chazaka? So the gem- 
don't think it's that pasha that the, the cheres is, uh, of course, uh, by Well, it's not. It's, no, no, you could say, you could say that maybe it's a bottle to the carcass. But over here, because it's being owned by two different people, I don't think you could say that. Well, well, Conceptually, yes. In other areas, I think you might be right. right. But because it's owned, maybe that's why it picks a case where it's owned by two different people. Because it's owned by two different people, it won't, it won't be bottle. Yeah. Because, so that's a good point, though. So the Gemara says, Machar balazorim it's like konashi yasik bizroim. The halach is if you want to acquire the plants inside the potted plant, the plants inside you have to do a ma'isa chazaka, meaning it's considered growing from the ground, it's considered real estate, and you'd have to do a chazaka, which is thresh, uh, uh, support them somehow. You have to do something to improve the actual plants themselves. That's called a ma'isa chazaka, and that's what's required. Now, the Gemara says, what about if one person owns the potted plant and the pot? So, otzitz v'zroim shal echad, u'machon la'achar. Oh, so I want to sell you. So I own the pot and the plant. I want to sell you both. So what's the halacha? So conceptually, you should have to do two kenyanim. You should have to do mashicha on the pot and chazaka on the plant. Can, there's no such thing as chazaka on the top one? Chazak, no. No. There's no such thing on that. Like if I, if I go to like a, a table and I paint. just, and I paint it, that doesn't do anything. That doesn't. There's no, that's not a form of a chazak. It's only for real estate. So the point is like this: I want to sell the potted plant and the pot to you. Seemingly, you should have to do two kinyanim: chazaka on the plant and mashicha on the pot. The halacha is: this is a concept called kinin agav, which we can't go into right now because it's like a sugi and kedushin. Kinin agav means that if I want to acquire from you real estate and property, if I do a ma'isa kinin on the real estate, the property goes with it. The metaltalin the goes with it. Now, the details of how and when and where the metaltal has to be and what's the maizakin, that's, that's not for now, but the concept is if you make an acquire on real estate and you intend to also acquire uh, uh, an oven, whatever, the halacha is they both, they'll both go. So it's, I think it's also just a, an easier way to do it because... Instead of just schlepping, you know, you gotta have a fridge. You have to do mashicha. I'll just acquire the, I'll acquire the, the 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 backyard, and then I'll get the fridge also. Same thing over here. If you do a ma'isa chazaka on the pot, on the plant, you're acquiring the plant because it's real estate, and by proxy, you're also going to be acquiring the the pot. Okay. So the Gemara says, this is an example. That movables are acquired with nechasim that have achrayis that are acquired with um, with real estate. Again, I don't know if they have to be. I don't think it has to be on top of it because it's not working through the laws of chutzer. But it has to be. Let's say they're near each other, right next to each other. And I, I said to you, listen, I want to, I want to acquire uh, the the field, and I want to acquire the oven. So the halach is that by you acquiring the field, and we both have the intention, I acquire the oven as well. Again, the details about this, this is there's a big sugi in kedushin. We'll get to it. Uh, I, I'm not a, an expert whatsoever in the laws of agav, so please don't ask me many questions on it because I do not know. When we're talking about flower pot. So the point is, the flower pot is a movable. The flat the the flower is the real estate. You make an akinian on the real estate, you'll get the movable as well. Tysus' kasha is that over here, and I think he makes Michael's point, that Tysus says, over here, do you even need agav? He's not sure, because over here, you could look at it as a bottle. 
meaning generally you need the word, the, the mechanism of agav to acquire the real estate. Agav, you'll get the non-real estate. Over here, he, he doesn't know if you need the kinyan agav for this to work, because over here, you could look at it as the pot is is like nullified compared to the, the ichor is the is the, the plant. Okay, fine, that's Tysus' point. Fine, let's go weiter. Hechzik ba'otzitz. This is your point, Shemi, that let's say instead of doing a, I do a Maisa Chazaka on the pot, I paint it. It says, Loikana, you did nothing. Because there's no kidding Chazaka on metaltolin, on movables. Okay. Obviously, you could do Kesef on both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Kesef, though, is the Shiloh, whether it's Deraisa, Derabonon, and then that, we didn't want to go into that. So, uh, on both. Yes, yes, yes. So, okay. You get the Chalipin. <laughs> Very much. So it says like this. Um, here's the Gemara Shaila. The Gemara introduces an interesting Shaila. Let's say you have a plant that the roots are in Eretz Yisrael, but the branches, it's right next, it's a tree. It's on the border of Eretz Yisrael. The roots are in Eretz Yisrael, but the branches are in Chutzlarts. So, and it has, uh, it's an apple tree. So is it considered an Eretz Yisrael tree because you go by the roots, in which case it's Chayv and Shumas and Meisers, or do you go by where the tree is situated, which is where the, the, where the branches are, so it's Chutzlars. So the Gemara says like this, Nakvoi um, Baaretz, you have a plant or a tree that the roots are in Eretz Yisrael, Venoifa B'Chutzlars, but the, the branches and all the fruit are hanging over Eretz Chutzlars. So the question is, what is it? So, Hanging over, it's not that it's coming out of the ground there. No, 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 meaning, meaning it's just like that. So here's the border of Eretz Yisrael. So the roots are in Eretz Yisrael, but the branches, it's hanging over Chutzlars. So, so Machlech is Abayah Verova. Abayah Omar Basar Nikva Yazlinan. Abayah says, you go by the roots, wherever the roots are, that's all that matters. And Rava Omar, Boisei Noifa Yazlinan. Rava says, you go by the branches. You don't go by the roots. You go by the branches. Now, by the way, I'm not going to do this. I, I spoke about Shavuos night about the the nisham of Rava that Rava didn't come from Avram Avinu, came from Light, and he was trapped in Light. The whole thing. This Gemara I actually think works with that. I'm just saying because he's saying you don't go by the root. You don't go by the shirish. You go by you go by where it spreads. Uh-huh. His shirish was not in a good place, but he spread to a very good place. But it's not for now. Is this okay. I don't recall. <laughs> uh, where, where is that? I don't know where the machlekes is in Shas. My point is, Kahanim won't walk next to a graveyard. Oh, 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 oh! I thought we had a machle- I thought we had a gemara recently. You were doing zichru. No, no, oh, no. oh, oh! No, pa- Pasha that's an issue. Even if you hold it, it goes after the roots. Yeah, no, because it's, it's working as an oil. oil. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I thought you were saying there was like a random machlekes. No, I didn't remember. No, that's an oil that wor- that works as an oil. I'm not sure. It might be the same. That we had, that we had, that I do remember because I remember the picture of Mishnahis and Shabbos. There was a large tree, right. and the question is, when it's by the tchum, I don't remember the details though. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember the details. But the point is like this: so the shaila is, do you go by, do you go by the roots or do you go by the branches? Okay, so it's machlekes. So the Gemara says, bid the ashrish, bid the ashrish. I'm sorry, I, I, I misexplained. Okay. I'm sorry, I, I missaid the case. I, I, I apologize. Let's, let's go back. I'm Amish messed up. The case is not, the, the next case is the roots. I apologize. The case is you have a potted plant with a perforation 
The plant is on Eretz Yisrael soil, so it's getting nutrients from Eretz Yisrael, but the branches are in Chutzlar. That's why I apologize. No, no, but you get to it. The Gemara says, Nikvai Baritz, the hole is above Eretz Yisrael, Vinoifai B'chutzlaritz, but the branches are hanging over Chutzlaritz. Abai Amar Basar Nikvai. Abai says, You go by the hole, meaning. The hole is above Eretz Yisrael, so it's considered an Eretz Yisrael tree, and it requires Shemus and Meisers. And Rava says, no, you go by the branches, the branches, Chutzlaretz is considered Chutzlaretz, it's not Chayv, it's Shemus and Meisers. So again, that's where it's a perforated plant. Says the Gemara, but if it has roots, meaning, if it takes root in Eretz Yisrael, everyone agrees, if it takes root in Eretz Yisrael, it's considered an Eretz Yisrael tree. Meaning, the whole Machloikis is because that has the hole over Eretz Yisrael. But if it takes root, if let's say through the hole, the, 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 the plant goes and takes root in Eretz Yisrael, I don't care where the branches are, I care where the roots are. So the Gemara is now saying it's a machloikas, it's not a machloikas anymore, everybody agrees that where the root goes. So throw out the part about Rava's nisham of light. So the Gemara says like this, you're telling me that if it takes root in Eretz Yisrael, I don't care. nobody cares where the branches are, all that matters is where the root is, but isn't it a machloikas tanoi and v'hatanan? Right now we're saying that it, all that matters is where the root is. Whatever, let me see this. Let's say it did. Whatever, the root went through the hole and, and it took root in Eretz Yisrael. All that matters is the roots. I don't care where the branches are. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The point, yeah, yeah, yeah. The point is it doesn't matter. Here's the kasha. I'm going to describe you the following case and you'll see how it seems to be a machlaikis. Do you go by the roots or do you go by the branches? Right now we're saying everyone agrees root is the only that matters. But Tanan, the Mishnah says like this. Okay, so here's what you have. You have two neighbors. Just think of, imagine this in your head. You have two neighbors. The neighbor on the left, his ground is elevated. He has a garden. The neighbor on the right, there's like a five-foot drop, a fence. And so you have two gardens, right? Garden A and Garden B. In between these two gardens, what you have is, you have vegetables that are growing. The roots are on Garden A, but they're hanging over Garden B. Because again, there's like a five-foot gap. You can imagine this. Like grapes. Think of it like grapes. So the grapes hang over. So Garden A, which is more elevated, has the roots, but they're hanging over Garden B. The question is, who owns those things? Again, you have these two neighbors bought property next to each other. So obviously Garden A owns Garden A, B owns B. But in between, you have these vegetables. They're rooted in Garden A, but they're hanging over Garden B. It's a machloikas. Oh, so you see, it's machloikas tanoim. Do you go by the roots, or do you go by where it is? So it's, it's why are you telling me that when? Why are you telling me that everyone agrees that you go by the roots? It's, I don't think it's so posh. The Gemara says, It's who owns these vegetables. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I got it, I got it, I got it. You have Garden A. Garden B, there's a wall in between. There's vegetables hanging. They grow in Garden A. The roots are in Garden A, but they're hanging over Garden B. Who owns those vegetables? So it's machloikas. What does it seem to be? It seems to be a machloikas. Do you go baser the roots, or do you go baser where it is? So how could you tell me? It seems to be that everyone agrees with it. You go by the roots. It seems to be a machloikas. So the Gemara says no. The Gemara says over there it has nothing to do with the roots. It could be in general you go by the roots. Over there, it's a shiloh like this. When I have a property and you have a property, and in between them there's these random things growing, it doesn't necessarily matter of 
of where the roots are, where the, where the branches are. It's a matter of who is letting this thing grow. Meaning, I could argue, in general, you go by the, by the roots regarding trumas and mysis, but that's, that's a side child. Over here, when it comes to property, ownership. Ownership means the ability to let it live or the ability to kill it, right? If you have the ability to stop it, it kind of means you're the owner. You have the ability to use it. So think about it like this. Each one has a different argument. I'm the owner of garden A. So I could say, uh, dude, the roots are by me. Snap, snip, 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 they're dead. That's why I believe I'm the owner. Garden B can make the following argument. I mentioned before that there's a five-foot um, gap, the five-foot drop. What if he were to bring in a tremendous amount of dirt and make it even? He could do that, right? You could make your property line. What happens if he does that? He kills all the vegetables because they're hanging onto his property. If he wants to take cement and just pour the cement to make his property line equal with his neighbor, he has the rights to do that, right? You have air rights. You could raise your property line. And by doing so, killing all the vegetables. Why would so, huh? Because if you pour cement, they're hanging over his property. And he pours cement, it'll kill the vegetables. I mean, the point is, that machleikas is not related to where the roots are when it comes to Eretz Yisrael or Chutz Laretz. It could be, regarding Eretz Yisrael, everyone goes bust of the roots, regarding Trubus and Isis. So what over here, what's the machleikas? The machleikas over here is not, do you go bust of roots? Do you go bust of where it is? It's a matter of, each one has a claim that they could kill it. Therefore, they're keeping it alive, therefore it's theirs. He claims because he's where the roots are, he claims because he could make the level ground and destroy it with the concrete. So that it, it's, not, it's, it's not a machlekes that's necessarily applicable to all other areas. This is a machlekes of property rights as who owns these vegetables. And that has to do with, each one has a claim, but it, it's not necessarily related to the laws of Shumas and Mises. So the Gemara says, how some the way, it doesn't have to be, I, I think, not necessarily with Hashkasa, the, the, the second guy, um, he can make the claim, well, listen, you're having my, the vegetables grow on my property, so you're like mafka them. If you really. Yeah, it's a similar argument. The point is, it's not. Right. Okay, that's yeah. the point. It's not, so the Gemara says, Amr of Meir, because Rameir said, Ma'am Yutza Elya and Litalis Afroi in Kanyarek. Rameir says, the, 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 where the roots are, he wins because he says, listen, if I want to dig it up, what happens? They die. So I'm the owner. And Amr of Yehuda, and Rav Yehuda responds, Ma'am Yirtza Hatachtin, Lamalu says, Ginosei Afar, if the guy from the second property wants to raise his property val- uh, 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 property limits by filling it with dirt or concrete, in Kanyarek, he'll also destroy it. So the, over there, it's a machleik, it's not necessarily if you go bust the roots, of go bust the thing, it's, it's a machleik of who owns these things because they both have rights to it because they both can destroy it. Ergo, they're both keeping it alive and therefore they're both the owners. That's the machlekes. Okay. So now, but it seems to be that if it takes root, you go bust the roots. I don't care where the branches are. The Gemara says, really? One more attempt. Here's this brysa. This brysa says like this. You have a tree that the trunk is half on Eretz Yisrael. So you got the left side is Eretz Yisrael. The right side is Chutz Laretz. And Mamish, the, the vision of Eretz Yisrael is in between. Okay, so the question is, how do you look at the fruit that comes out of these trees? Two choices. You can look at it as the fruit, each fruit is partially tevel, partially not tevel. Right? It's like a mixture. Um, by the way, what that means is, that means that you'll have to separate Shumas and Meisers, Misafik, but from the tree itself. Like you can't take, um, you can't take tevel. Right? If I have a pile of fruit that needs to be separate Shumas and Meisers, I, I wouldn't be able to take from this tree and have that in mind because the tree is a suffolk. 
I also wouldn't be able to take that and have that in mind because we don't take for vade ala suffix. So you'd have to take it from trumas and vices within and of itself. The point is, each apple, right, again, the, it's an apple tree, half the trunk is in Eretz Yisrael, half the trunk is Chutz Laretz. This means each apple is 50% Chutz Laretz, 50% Eretz Yisrael. That's one way to look at it. You have another opinion. The Gemara says, You have Tevel and Chulin are mixed in together. Rashi says, Each apple is 50% Tevel, meaning 50% 50% Chutz Laretz and completely exempt. What's the difference? You can't separate from this tree for something that's definitively required, because maybe this tree is not required. You also can't take for something that's definitively required for this tree, because it might be separating trumas and mices for something that's not required. So basically, you'll have to separate trumas and mices within the tree itself. Okay, it's a self-contained suffix. Fine, it's a question mark. Each apple is 50%. That's the Tanakama's opinion, Rebbe's opinion. Rav Gamliel says, no. Shem Gamliel says, this is, think of it like this. Okay, this is the tree, and this is, you know, this, this my, the, the middle of my Gemara is, is Eretz Yisrael. Half of it is on Chutzlois, half of it is Eretz Yisrael. So Rabbi says, each apple is 50% Tevel, 50% non-Tevel. Shemuel says, no, you split the tree in half in your mind. The right side, whatever is above the border of Chutzlois, does not require. Whatever is above Eretz Yisrael requires. So you like literally will make a line down the tree, and whatever's to the left of that, the apples grown to the left require, the apples grown to the right do not require. So it's a machloikas. What's the machloikas, seemingly? Seemingly, it's that Rebbe holds you go buster the root, and because there are partial roots in Eretz Yisrael, this entire tree is considered partially required. Rishon Gamaliel doesn't care about the root, he cares about where the branches are, right? The root seems to be, it, it could be entirely in Eretz Yisrael and entirely in Chutzlars. It doesn't seem like Roshim Gamliel cares. He cares where the branches are. So you told me that if it takes root in Eretz Yisrael, everybody cares whether it, it's, it, that everyone says that it's Eretz Yisrael. This case, it seems to be that Roshim Gamliel doesn't care where the roots are. The roots can be entirely in Eretz Yisrael. The roots can be entirely in Chutzlars. He just cares about the branches. That's all he talks about. So it seems that even if all the roots are in Eretz Yisrael, he would still go by the branches. That's the Gemara's assumption. Again, he never spoke it outright. He just said you go by the branches. He never spoke out what's going on in the roots. We assume he doesn't care about the roots, and even if all the roots are in Eretz Yisrael, he would still go by the branches. Now, obviously, anytime you say that type of argument, we assume this, the Gemara is going to answer, well, it's not true. So the Gemara says, are we not talking about a case where half the branches are in Chutzlars, half the branches are in Eretz Yisrael, and it doesn't matter where the roots are. The roots can be entirely in Eretz Yisrael, and still Rav Shemuelia will tell you that half the tree is potter. So you see that it doesn't matter where the roots are, it matters where the branches are, according to Rav Shemuelia. Or it says no. answers no, 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 no. It actually all matters where the roots are. He doesn't care about the branches. Half the roots are in Eretz Yisrael, half the roots are in Chutzlarts. So, so what's the machal, I guess? I'll say it outside, we'll see it inside. Meaning, Roshim doesn't care about the branches. He cares about where the roots are, and the branches are above said roots. Half the roots are in Chutzlarts, half the roots are in Eretz Yisrael. So what's the machlekes? So Rebbe makes a lot of sense. If half the roots are in Eretz Yisrael, half the roots are in Chutzlarts, that means this apple, which comes from all the roots, 
is 50% Eretz Yisrael, 50% Chutzlaretz. Rishigam Leo holds that because half the roots are separated, and there was like a rock, meaning it's one of these trees that there's like a clear V. It's not like, you know, it's, there's clear branches, the roots there, roots there. He looks at it as um, the apples that are above the roots are getting nutrients from only those roots. Again, it's hard to know. It's hard to know. The Gemara says, the Gemara says, My love is a light. Mixa Shrashim Bar is Mishrashim Chutzar. My time is Shemlil. Why does Shem Gamlil feel that you split the tree in half? Demafsik Tsunma, because we're talking about a case where there are like rocks in between the roots, meaning you clearly see, like it's one of those trees where you see like half the tree goes this way with the roots, half the tree goes that way with the roots. So the Gemara says, My time is the Rebbe. Why does Rebbe feel that each apple is 50% Truma, 50% not? Because he says, I don't really care about the roots. If you look at a tree, right? There's the roots are over here. And then what happens? It becomes one trunk. So the roots send nutrients. We don't look at it as like the roots stick to one side of the tree, the other roots. It all becomes mixed in in the tree itself. So each apple is getting nutrients from all the roots. What my time is there? The machlekes is basically when you have a tree that has clear roots A and roots B, do you look at it as the fruit above root A only get nutrients from root A, and the fruit above root B only get nutrients from root B, or it's avrimavalvul, or they know that the nutrients are being spread throughout the tree itself, and they all get an equal distribution. That's the machlekes. Okay, the rest of the daf is very, very easy. Um, Okay, the mission. The Gemara says like this. The Gemara says the next. It'll take us like four minutes. The Gemara says, We mentioned in the Mishnah that um, it's a machloikas by pashtus. So getting back to how do we end the the. Lamaisa, we Lamaisa said it that if the roots take place in Eretz Yisrael, we don't care where the branches are. The only machlekes is where if partial roots are in Eretz Yisrael, partial roots in Chutzlaretz, it's a machlekes, do you split the tree in half? That's a machlekes. But if all the roots are in Eretz Yisrael... What about redwoods? They will share roots together. Do they? Yeah, create a network together. Oh, interesting. I have no idea. It's interesting. So, okay, so we said like this. The, the Tanakama's opinion is that you're not allowed to write a get on a previously erased paper, right? The reason being is because when you erase a paper, you could see that it was erased. So when the Adim writes, when they sign the get a second time, they'll know it was previously erased. So there's nothing stopping the guy from erasing it further and amending it. And it's not, and they're, they're going to say, they're going to say, well, look, it looks erased. They're like, yeah, well, it looked erased the first time. But if you could, you're only able to sign on a paper that was never erased because then if he tampers with it, the Adam will look and be like, when we signed it, it was clean. So you're not allowed to sign on a paper that was partial, that was previously erased. The Rebel Luzer is okay with it. Is that, Any paper or just a get? No, this is all, all documents. All documents. Again, our paper, I'm not saying is the same, but, but I mentioned yesterday, when, when you look at a Sefer Torah, you could see areas that the Sefer has scratched off. You could tell, the, you're a Balkari, you could see. If you look next time, you'll see there are areas that you could tell the cipher had scratched it off. There's like a rubbing, there's a residue, there's a browning. So once they sign over there, they know that it was already previously doctored. Then there's nothing to do with you playing with it a second time because they're not going to know that it was doctored after the fact. But if you went on a clean cloth, okay. So the Gemara says like this. Would that apply by a also? I have no idea. I don't, I, I, we have that one. What with the... No, we had we had with a whiteout. 
That's not a matter of white, and you can't use white on a nuxuma. But uh, you don't you don't use white on a document. But um, the Gemara says uh, they were using with cloth. They were using. Uh, okay, look, ask your local Gimel There are three types of hide. Each by um, each has a minimal size uh, that gives a chashivas. And each one is prepared differently. One is called matzah, one is called chaifa, and one is called diftera. Okay, what is each one, and what is the significance of the size? Matzah mashma, what is matzah? Loi maliach, it's not treated with salt. Loi kamiach, it's not treated with flour. Loyofitz, it's not treated with gallnut. I guess it's the most unprocessed hide, it's called matzah. Now, it has its own size that makes it chashiv. Now, lamai hilchasa, I don't know if it even says. Yeah, what, what relevance do you matter? Does it matter whether the size is chashiv? So it's all related to carrying on Shabbos. The halacha is how much do you have to carry on Shabbos for it to be mechal Shabbos to get the death penalty? Each item has its own amount. Water has a revius. Uh, you know, gold has an whatever. Each one has its own. So matzah type of hide has its own amount. So what is the amount that is considered chasha that if you carry on Shabbos you get the death penalty? Enough to cover a small weight. They would have tiny, tiny weights and they would wrap them in hide so that not to scratch them. That this little hide, that's what it was used for because you couldn't write on it. Wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't processed. You would wrap a small weight. What's the size of the weight? A fourth of a fourth of a pumbadisa weight. Okay, so that amount of hide to cover that is considered chashev regarding carrying. Let's go to the next one. Chaifa. Chaifa is the next type of hide, which is the maliach v'lekamiach v'lekamiach It's only treated with salt. So it's partially processed. Again, it also has a size. It also has a size regarding carrying. What's the size? Or enough to write a kamea. They would write kameas, amulets. That's what they would write. So the size that you'd write an amulet, that's considered chashev. And then you have the next one is diftera, demaliach v'kamiyat v'leofitz. It's the third partially processed hide, and that's it's treated with salt and flour, but not with gallnut. And l'may hilchasa, what's the amount? Loitzah shabbos again, chashiv for carrying. V'kamashir kilechtolov is a get to write a get because that was the type of documents they would write getting on. Okay, now the chacham machshir. Now we said in the Mishnah that while you're not supposed to write a get on a previously erased document, the Chachamim are mekel. The question is why? Once the Chacham, why would the Chacham be mekel? The Adim the, the who signed it will not be able to testify, right? The, the, the concern is, the Adim signed it. They remember what they signed. The problem is, after they signed, the guy can doctor. So if you ask the Adim who signed it, they're not, they, you're sort of neutering the Edom that signed it, because they no longer can testify on it. So why the Chacham Mekel? The answer is, Man Chacham, and Rav go to the next page, Rav Lazar, he, Dabar Edom, is here Karati. Again, it follows Rav Lazar. Rav Lazar holds that the Edom that signed don't matter at all. The only thing that matters are the Edom that see it. So he doesn't really care that by you doctoring it, you're making the Edom that sign it irrelevant. Who cares? The Edom don't, don't have to sign it at all. Meaning... It's only a problem because you're making the Adam that sign it that they're no longer the testimony. You don't need Adam to sign it. All you need is Adam who saw it being delivered. So as long as they saw it being delivered, it's fine. It's interesting that even Rav Lazar, he's not concerned that it's going to be doctored after the Adam signed it. So the Gemara says, wait a minute. According to Rav Lazar, all that matters is that the Adam who saw it being delivered will be able to testify. Here's the problem, though. I get it. But after a while, aren't they also going to forget what was written in it and it'll be doctored? So says the Gemara, Amr Ravalazar, Lo Hikshir Ravalazar Al Alter. 
Av mikana desar yomim loy. Chashinon. Dilma have a beitinoi v'zayfte. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Lazar is only okay with the following case. You have a get that you had previously erased. Right? So you can't, so the Aiden that sign on it are irrelevant. The problem is, the point is, Rabbi Lazar doesn't care about Aiden. He cares about Aiden to deliver. So you deliver it to the wife in front of these Aiden, or you two are the Aiden, deliver in front of the wife, they see it, they remember what it looks like, they remember what it, good. But here's the thing though. After a couple days, he can doctor, and you guys aren't going to remember like all the details. You'll remember maybe like the day of. So says the Gemara, the only way it works is if the day of she goes into court, presents the get with you two, the Rabbanim say, you guys are good Aiden, this is a good get, check. But if all of a sudden they don't do that, and then she procures the get, let's say, a week later in front of Bezdin, then it's no good because then she's gonna, they're going to say, well, it was previously erased. He, she's going to say, yeah, but, but there are two Aiden that see it. They call you in. You guys aren't going to remember what was written in there. And because we're afraid that you won't remember, then it's possible even in Quintra Velazar. The Gemara says that Rav Yechon disagrees. He says, no, afilu mekana desar yomim. Emis dave itznoi midkatakire. Because, what, what are you really afraid of, by the way? What are you really afraid of? A get is standard. What, what are you afraid of? You're afraid that in the get, it says a provision that she has to do that she's going to erase. Again, she's the one who has the get. So we're not afraid of the husband coming in and erasing the amount of money he owes her. That's, that's not, the only thing that we're afraid of is it says in the get that she has to go to Mexico twice this year for the get to be chal. What, what, I don't know, whatever. People are crazy. So what we're afraid is that she's going to take the get that was previously erased. You guys who saw the, the Mesira, you go away. A week later, she's like, take that out. Okay, good. Bring it to court, and you're like, that looks good, whatever, that's fine. That's what we're afraid of. Says Rav Yechonon, that's no concern. Why? If there was a Tanai in the get, you guys would remember. You guys would look it over. You'd say, okay, this is a standard get. Is there anything special? You'd say, well, it says she has to go to Mexico twice. You'd remember that. So there's no afraid of tampering. Again, the fact that it could be tampered makes the agent that sign it irrelevant. It neuters them. So if you hold that you need Aiden to sign, they're out. The answer is Rav doesn't care about Aiden. He cares about Aiden that see it. So the only concern is, will she tamper it afterwards and you won't notice? To that, Rav Yochanan says, no, because what are you afraid of? That she's taking out a tonight? If there's a tonight, you'll remember. Well, her name. Huh? Her date, like if she changes her Why would she do that? This she hurts her. She doesn't want to get divorced. Huh? She doesn't want to get divorced. Why would she not want to get divorced? She'll make herself an aguna? Why? But why would she want to do that? I guess if the husband died and she wants to do yibam, like, like why? You have to realize, like, you have to think, like, why would she... We're always dealing with people that are crazy. Yeah, but like even within crazy. Okay, it's interesting. It's interesting. It just shows you. It's interesting. It shows you that we're only concerned about her erasing a tonight. We're not worried about her doing anything else because doing anything else just hurts herself. And a woman wants to be married or not married. It's interesting. It's interesting. I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. Okay, I hear your point. I hear your point. Now here's the Gemara's kasha. Ravelazer is okay with an erased document. Because he relies on the Aiden that saw it being delivered. The question is, is that exclusive for Gittin? What about for loan documents? Would he do the same thing? You have Aiden that see it being delivered. right? If he's making for Gittin, he's probably making for loan documents. He can rely on them. Same argument. Would it be any different? Says the Gemara, I'm Rav Lazar. Rav was only making for Gittin for Agunas issues. By other Shtaris, you're not allowed to. Why? Because the fact that it could be tampered the fact that it could be tampered makes it sort of temporary, right? It's not a long-term solution. 
And Dhsiv, it says in the Pasuk, Unasatan Bikliharis Laman Yamdu Yamim Rabim. The Pasuk says that Akadish Baruchu told Yirmiya, right before Bavels, uh, right before the Golas, to buy a plot of land. I think it has to do with like showing that we're gonna come back. Buy a plot of land, and Hashem said to Yirmiya Navi, place the document in a vessel so that it could last long term. Meaning, documents have to be able to last long term. So while this document is it won't fall apart. It's not a long-term document because anytime someone can tamper with it without notice, it's not a long-term document. The whole point of Rabbi Lazar is he's not really relying on the document. He's relying on the Edom that watched it. So says the Gemara, when it comes to loan documents, because HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Yirmiya regarding a monetary document, that you have to make sure that it's able to last long-term, and this document cannot last long-term because you could tamper with it. You're relying on the Edom that see it. Edom that see it are not going to be here for 100 years. So because it can't last long-term, and it's supposed to, it's puzzle. It was Davka had to forget in, but for all for loan documents or for other monetary documents, gittin. By the way, because gittin it makes sense. Gittin. Why does it have to be long term? Gittin. The bezin just has to know she's divorced. Fine. Let her get remarried three months from now. Who cares? It's a one time deal. A loan document. The pasuk specifically says for a document of sale, loan documents. You have to be able to keep it long term. These are not long term solutions. So the gemara says. Rav Yechon says no. No, no, a race document is fine for a Rav Lazar, even even if even if it's uh, even if it's a loan document, it's fine. I v'oksev l'man yamdu yamim rabim. Doesn't the pasuk say that Yirmiyah should place the star in a vessel so that it can last long term? And this document is not long term. The answer is how some eitzah toivik kamash malon. Hashem is not saying that the document has to last long term. Hashem's giving him an eitzah. The eitzah is this galus is going to be seventy years. Put in a document so that it lasts. Not that it has to last. What, and if it's not able to last, it's possible. No, it's giving an Eitzah. Okay, let's just do the mission, then we'll stop. Mission says, All are qualified to write a get. Even a deaf mute, a person who's uh, not in his right mind, and a child. And, this we had yesterday, That the woman can write the document herself and hand it to the husband. And the husband can write the receipt and hand it to the woman and give it as a full kinyan. Because the ikker uh, point of the get is the signatures, meaning it doesn't matter whether a woman writes the get or not. The ikker is who signs it. As long as it's signed by people that are kosher edim, then a woman can write the get as well. I right, will stop here. Right. So you have to have a kosher No. Why? 